Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast, where we are upside down <laughs> and excited for oh the latest episode of our show. <laughs> There's a fucking way to start it. <laughs> you know, I'm just trying to make it better. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, my God. The bitch was totally fine, then all of a sudden you're hanging from the ceiling. I was like, right. Oh, God. Great timing. Great timing. Well, hey, uh, this is the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jason. I am joined this week by my buddy Kevin. Uh, we do not have a third. Riley is supposed to record with us, but he ended up with some technical difficulties. So we'll have to get his take yeah. on what we're what we're talking about uh, yeah. when we when we chat again here soon. Because we're gonna have to figure out a day to record um, next week because Riley and I are both going to that Browns game, so we won't be um, we won't be here on Thursday. So maybe we'll have to do like a Tuesday or something like that. But I don't know. I mean, we'll figure it out. We'll talk. I mean Wednesdays. I mean, I'm I'm all like I said, I'm off rest of the year and stuff. So whatever. When yeah, Wednesday would just be weird because he's traveling here, so I don't know what time. Oh, yeah. what time he's getting in, and he's got friends with him and stuff like that. So, um, and I don't know what time yeah. they'd be getting back on Friday. Yeah, and he, so. he, he officially gave up trying. Has yes, yeah, so I, I just saw that. <laughs> yeah, yes. So. Yeah. All right. So. Uh, this week, I thought we'd do something fun, man. Like, um, you know, we, we typically try to talk about, like, what's current and what's going on in the world of professional wrestling, uh, whether it be AEW, WWE, NXT, you know, what have you. Uh, but, you know, this time we're getting close to the end of the year. I know AEW does have a pay-per-view coming up. They got their their World's End show coming up, which which is going to have kind of a, you know, it, it's going to be weird how that kind of concludes, especially with everything that's going on with, with MJF and and. and and that, but I, I just kind of thought, you know what? I, it's a good time to like take some time and just reflect on the last year, right? We're coming to a close. We got two weeks left in the year. So for this episode, Kevin and I are going to go through our top five best storylines of 2023 and our holy, our top five holy shit moments of 2023. So these are our lists. What we thought is going to be the best. Um, I think I'm going to go through my list, and then Kevin's going to let let us know if 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 he had that same moment on his list or if he had something different. I have a few honorable mentions too. Um, so you know that, that's that's what I thought we'd do today. And then you can also send us your list. Just do so by hitting us up on X at Live Your Gimmick. That's the at symbol followed by L I V Y O U R G I M M I C K. Or you can leave us a comment on Apple, leave us a comment on Spotify, just let us know how you're liking the show. But uh, we definitely want to see your list of your top five holy shit moments and your, your top five best storylines. So so let us know what you think we got right and, and, and so on and so forth. So I'll start off, I guess. Um, do you want to do best storylines first? Or you want to do holy shit moments first? Um, I mean, it's not the, I mean, I, I mean, you can go back and forth if you want. Do you want to do one from each? Yeah, we could. Like, I, we, I, could, you, we could. Like, if you, like, do you want to do all yours and just kind of go back and forth, and then I can go back and forth of mine. And that way, like I, said, okay. I got mine. Over, I got mine next to me. I kind of cross off if I have anything that you have. Well, let, let, let's just do the best story. Let's just do the best stories okay. and and go from that, and then we'll kind of end it with the holy shits, right? So number five for the best storylines of 2023 for me, I have. The rise of L.A. Knight. Yeah. Uh, L.A. Knight's had a bit of a meteoric rise over the last, oh man, it's really, I mean, it's almost been more of kind of a half of a year, right? Like he, he started off with, um, you know, he had that program with Bray towards the end of last year that, that put him on the map. And, but he really didn't have much going into Royal Rumble. He really didn't have, I don't think he had anything at WrestleMania. Am I correct? I, like, I don't I, remember if, if he did. I truly don't remember it. I don't think he did. So, you know, we didn't have too much going on, but all of a sudden, you know, people are starting to take notice and he's starting to build momentum. And then they're going to Saudi Arabia and everybody's chanting his name. He's not even there. And then you just, all this, all of a sudden he's just, a mainstay like he, he's almost to the point where i mean he's rubbing shoulders with main eventers mm -hmm. you know what i mean and I, I think just the you know his ability to connect with the audience is on a different level 
and kudos to you know Triple H and the creative team and WWE for seeing that and giving him something to kind of hold on to, like you know putting him in these main event situations to to let that manifest more and let that build. Yeah. More. I mean, if you think about it, just I mean, and I didn't I didn't have him on actually either of my lists, which is not a knock or anything like that. Um, but think about where he was, let's say a year ago, this whole Max Dupree, which I honestly, mm-hmm. I, I know people shit on that, but like, I bet you he probably would have made that work somehow. He was, and he kind of was, honestly. I mean, it was still entertaining for the most part Especially when he was Dupree. doing that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'd like to say, I, I didn't have any of that, but I mean, I, I guess that'd be maybe an honorable mention for me, like, or, you know, I could put it in there somewhere, but yeah, absolutely. Like, and there's more, more to it, even at his age or whatever, like how long he's been around. Like, I think there's, there's, we're going to get more from LA night. You know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. so yeah, that's, that's, that's a a good one. All right, cool. Um, And then uh, number four, I have the friendship between Adam Cole and MJF. This has been, even though it's cooled off a little bit at this point, because, you know, the supposed injury to Adam Cole and he hasn't been around, and and they still kind of bring it in. It's just, you know, AEW tends to not, I don't know, focus on one thing for too long. But uh, (laughs) that storyline has been by far the best storyline AEW's ever done. And that's the only reason why it made this list. That my only other AEW, I have Who's the Devil as an honorable mention, and I have uh, Adam Copeland and Christian Cage as an honorable mention because that's kind of new still. But this is the only actual AEW storyline that made my list, and that's because yeah, of how. So this is actually number five on my storyline for stories. Okay, um, and it's kind of I mean, since you mentioned a couple of your honorable men, like the only other things I really have AEW like for storylines honorable mention is kind of the you know Christian you know what I mean I think I think he's been probably kind of maybe like the second yeah. best thing AEW just the whole I'm your father type thing and then yeah with Edge um, mm-hmm. and then like just the fact that them doing all in in London is kind of an honorable mention yeah. to me too. That that was almost my number five, just because no matter what, you know, I mean, like that, it still was like a big thing for them and stuff that came out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, hundred percent, like storyline, like you said, like by far probably the best storyline they've. Well, it's not even by far; it is the best storyline they've ever done. So <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the backstage segments, the videos, like with them going to the, the restaurant and getting drunk on sake and double clotheslining the waiter I, and going to work I, out the, together originally and all I that. Had, like MJF turning face was, to me, one of the biggest yeah. storylines. So I kind of like intertwined it with Adam, with Adam Cole. And it, and it really is intertwined. And, and even this devil storyline could still possibly be intertwined. We don't really know yet, you know, until that reveal happens. It's going to be hard to say, but it's it's just, um, yeah, I mean, it's, dude, it's so, so funny. Like, just just seeing a different side of MJF and even really seeing a more entertaining side of Adam and, Cole. And you got Ed and Roddy. Like, this is a side of Adam Cole. And I never Roddy and all them, too. Oh, like, yeah, I feel like they're yeah. almost like a kind of, like, you know, you know, small piece of it or whatever. You know what I mean? And, yeah. I mean, just everything they've done. So... Well, and that's kind of the crux of being a good story. Not only is it benefiting the people that are the main people that are part of it, it's benefiting yes. all these extra side characters too, right? And that that's what makes that's what makes a story good is having not only the main characters but also these side yes. characters as well to you know to to help build it more. And and now you're seeing Roddy getting more TV time probably didn't just about anybody. Did you see Marina Shafir's uh, tweet? No. Yes, Roddy does yell my name like that too. Oh, Please Jesus. stop asking. That's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> Marina! Marina! <laughs> Dude, 
last night wrestling with the fucking neck brace on. Yeah. Well, he took it was off, but then right. he immediately put it back right. on after the match was over. Uh, he's yeah. he's something else, man. The, the, and and that's another thing. I mean, you're seeing a different personality from him because you know after Undisputed Era ended, he f- he floundered in NXT. He had the whole thing mm-hmm. with the Diamond Mind, and there was a little bit there, but he was still just very bland, and his character really didn't go anywhere. Maybe that's just because you know he really didn't want to be Probably. there, you know, and it was it was kind of obvious. But um. But yeah, I mean, you're seeing a, you're seeing character work on on kind of a different level for him. There was hints of it in NXT. Was it him that, or was it Kyle O'Reilly who was on the uh, the therapist couch or whatever when they did yeah. that? That was like one of the funniest things Undisputed yeah, Era ever did. Yeah, when Loomis was yes. kidnapping him and... because like when he first joined him and stuff, like you didn't see that like side of him ever. He just was in there and just was like, oh, you know, he was the Messiah, yeah, the backbreaker, yeah. and blah blah blah. So, all right. So where are we at? Number yes. three, then. So my number three storyline this year has been the the bloodline storyline, specifically the evolution of Jey Uso. You know, it, blood the bloodline. Like everybody that says, "Oh, the bloodline storyline's dead," you're not really paying attention because everything Jey Uso has done from the time that he left the bloodline, which happened this year, which in a in a moment, you know, so. These are the things that happened this calendar year. Sami Zayn turned on on the bloodline. And then the Usos defected from the bloodline. We had the bloodline civil war. And then we also had Jey Uso defecting Mm -hmm. completely from the bloodline. So all that happened this year, right? And those are all big moments that have happened and all as a result of the storyline that's been building over the past couple of years with with Roman and, and everything. And everything Jey does going forward is still going to be connected to the story of the bloodline because he's family. He's a, that there's going to be a point where eventually that all comes mm-hmm. back to a head somewhere down the road. And everything that he's doing now is going to matter even yeah. more when that happens. And I have full faith in that, that they're going to keep this alive through storylines like that. And, and the way that Jay Uso has turned into a singles competitor and even Jay or Jimmy, to a certain extent, how he's turned into a singles competitor coming out of being a tag team wrestler for the last decade yeah. has been pretty damn impressive. Oh, yeah, 100%. I, I mean, I didn't have Jay specifically on my storylines, but that's a good honorable mention, I would say, for me. Yeah, I mean, 100%. I mean, he's got his thing going on, whereas Jimmy's still tied in with a blunt line just because he's on SmackDown, obviously. But, like, but but it's not that but it's not that mm. Jay even though he's on a different show and he's got his thing going off, you can always go back to that. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just mm-hmm. it's just yeah. always there. Well, and I I hundred percent feel like we're gonna get Jimmy versus Jay at WrestleMania. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, what I mean, like it, it. I I think I think we're gonna start seeing that ramp up maybe at the Royal Rumble. Like I could see maybe one of them eliminating the other and it. Mm-hmm. You know, set something in motion, but um, but yeah, man, the, the storyline's not done by any stretch of the imagination. Just because Roman's not around all the time, or been around less, I guess. But think of all the big moments I just mentioned that Roman was there for. Yeah, and those are the things. And I can't. I can't wait till we get closer to Royal Rumble time because, like, you know, I've, I've wanted to talk about who, who we think like the final four are going to be. I've already got mine, but we'll say that for another day. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, speaking of that real quick, though, what do you think of, um, I guess, uh, tomorrow night on SmackDown, it's going to end up being AJ Styles versus Randy Orton versus uh, LA Knight to face Roman Mm. Reigns at Royal Rumble. Yeah. Did you see AJ came back last week looking jacked to the gills? A lot of speculation about that. (laughs) I No, I know. Dude, it's so, like, no, I know. It's been off. That's what people, yeah, that's like, what people don't realize. Like, you just, what do you do when you're off the road? You just train. You can actually eat eat well. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Like these guys, these guys eat like shit when they're when they're on the road. But then when they take a couple of months off and they're home and they can, you know, yeah. eat stuff and actually work out. Like that's it makes a difference on your body when you actually I, like. I know. 
I know those of us that don't go to the gym every day don't understand that, but when you actually go to the gym every day and right. you work out, eventually it shows results. <laughs> um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, I mean, I, I mean, you're going to have to have a couple of them in the rumble. Like, it's just a matter of like who do you, of those three are like not going to be in the rumble. You know what I mean? Like, not to say they could still be in the rumble mm-hmm. when wrestle Roman, but like you know. Odds are they won't. So it's like, okay, who do you not want in the rumble? Basically, you know, I can see, I can see Orton winning personally. Right. Yeah, I could too. I could too. I mean, it's it's gonna be really interesting, man. Like this is the one year where you really almost can't put a finger on it because you could see Punk winning, you could see Orton winning, you could see Cody winning, you, you could see, see Jay, LA Knight Jay, winning. Jay like winning. there's, you know. You could see Jay winning exactly. I mean, there's you could even see there you could yeah. even see a solo Sokoa scenario winning like, the Royal Rumble. Not not that not that I would say this yeah. is my final four, <laughs> but like just just now with like Punk and some of these other people back. But you imagine like if the final like three were Jimmy, Jay, and Solo. You know what I mean? Yeah, that'd be so, crazy. Yeah, and maybe The Rock. No, <laughs> yeah, that'd be crazy. I, <laughs> <laughs> that that would make it if the rock decided to come back and we're, that would just throw a whole monkey wrench in the whole thing all right my number two storyline has been the rise of the judgment day all rise for the judgment day I, I will admit at times the judgment day opening up the show or interrupting cody opening up the show every week did get a little old for for maybe a couple of weeks but just from where they started taking this faction over from edge and, and just kind of all the big moments that they've been a part of over the, over the year, over the last year. I mean, Dom has become one of the most biggest heat magnets in the wrestling business. I mean, the dude can't even pick up a microphone without getting booed out of the building. You got priest who won money in the bank. Who's kind of come into his own as, as, as a, as a star in in WWE, you have, you know, Finn Balor who's Mm -hmm. just a constant, constant, I mean, he really can't do much. He can't really do much wrong. And then, of course, Rhea and Rhea, how, how good Rhea has been. And then even the addition of Janie McDonough and, and their yes. new member, I R-Truth. Mean, that's I mean, a, dude, that, just the judgment day is posed them for even the greatest year. faction of all time right there, just the addition of him. So, um, Right there, yeah. Well, it's kind of funny, like... I'm starting to draw some parallels with our truth and judgment day as yeah, Sammy bit. and the bloodline. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Almost, almost like, yeah, a, just almost kind like of a that comic relief you and that, like a, you know, a parody, you know what I mean? Yeah. And cause Sammy weaseled, Sammy mm-hmm. kind of weaseled his way in by doing yeah. just, just kind of being there and showing yeah, up. It's almost, you know? almost like a semi parody. So, it, I guess. I, you know, you got the I judgment day on your list at all anywhere. Okay. All right. So what, um, what about the, uh, the judgment day or what about, I guess, I mean, they've been the catalyst think, like, for Monday night raw, you know, you know what I mean? It, I mean, they really have, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's it, almost it like everything is run through them for the most yeah, part. Like you, they're, they're like, much the as I think like, Rhea is like the leader and stuff. Like to me, Dominic's the star, you know what I mean? Like as much as yeah. Finn's Finn, mm-hmm. Damian Priest is just, you know, I've always, I've always thought Damian Priest is pretty damn good. NXT days into now or whatever. Um, but mm-hmm. like Dominic is just, just, I can't even put it into words. Is how you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just it's just yeah. such a good job. But like, even even like off, like off camera with stuff, like just how he's living it. You know what I mean? Like both of them still calling like you know his dad piece <laughs> of shit and all this and that. Like all you know what I mean? Just stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Dominic. Yeah. He knows it too. He's like. It's not like he's bad, you know what I mean? Like people, it's like he thinks, oh, he's just so terrible, mm-hmm. so that's why they hate him. No, he's just so good. He's so good at making you believe oh, that he's just terrible at whatever. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, his, his in-ring work's gotten a lot better, and his storytelling is, has been good. I mean, he's mm-hmm. it's amazing for somebody as young as he is to be put in this position mm-hmm. without even going through, like, the NXT system or anything like that. To, to be on the level that he is on, it's 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 pretty incredible. So, I mean, I, I got nothing but respect for Dominic and, and what he's been able to accomplish. And, you know, Judgment Day as a whole, man, like they're, they've just been, you know, they, they, they've, they've literally just been the, like you said, the catalyst for pretty much everything that's happened on Monday Night Raw. So I, I thought that mm-hmm. they deserve to be on that, to be on my list. Um, my number one, the hard times of Cody Rhodes. I just love what they've done with Cody Rhodes since WrestleMania. I mean, the whole build-up to WrestleMania was fantastic, and that happened within this calendar year. So he won the Royal Rumble, had the amazing lead-up to Mania and his match with Roman, didn't get the job done. But then what happens? He immediately goes into a program with Brock Lesnar. Not only does he... Not only does he not only does he come out of that, like not only did he hold his own, he shined in that, you know what I mean? It's, it's hard to outshine Lesnar, but Cody kind of found a way to do it. Does that that make sense? That's actually, so kind of Cody, the Cody Lesnar trilogy is my number four. Um, mm-hmm. just I mean, even though I mean, it, it was okay. a story, you know what I mean? Like it was because I I, I don't did we ever we didn't really truly find out why Lesnar was doing that. Maybe did we? If we did, I, I don't remember. I I think there was a, a thing where he just it was almost like like a, it was a, like a lack of respect thing yeah, but then at the end of it he earned his um, respect I, that's kind no, of what I, just, I, I took out of it like oh you weren't yeah you weren't that you weren't even here and now all of a sudden you're the guy you got to go through okay. me to prove yeah, it but yeah that, like, that was kind me, of like what, that's you know, how i took it we'll already set my five and four which is you know good but like number four like said the story of cody and the trilogy they had you know that was um it was spaced out it was yeah, yeah. done real well and at the end of the day, having actually kind of like feel good feeling to it. So, but although you're, although you're number one, mm-hmm. you didn't finish yeah, without it. doubt. And I, and I think I know this. What do you mean? Story. That was the hard times of Cody. That was my number one storyline. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, he has. <laughs> Well, it probably, oh, well. Won't, it probably won't finish until at least 2024. Uh, but <laughs> I don't know. And, and on top of that, though, too, he's he's just been every major storyline that's been on Monday Night Raw and even a little bit on, on SmackDown. He's He's been SmackDown right. in the center, smack dab in the center of it. So, I mean, Cody is just kind of just that consummate guy. And he's and, and he's bringing other people up with him, which is great too. You know what I mean? And and the fact that he is a babyface and he's getting babyface reactions every time he comes to the arena, like it's not getting stale, it's not getting old. Like he is that guy. Every time the song hits and everybody still does the whoa, the non, like the it's, non champion. You know, Cody is basically just turning into exactly, and and I feel like eventually he's gonna have to win it, but you know, I, to finish that story, but you know, we'll, 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 t- we'll, we'll get more into that as the months go on. But so clearly my list was a little bit different than yours. Cause you really only had two things that so, I had. So what were, what were your three? Right, well, your I three, mean, a couple of one? mine are, they're stories, but they're almost kind of like momentous things, I guess. I don't know if that is kind of the same long line of the story. Okay. Um, so I had an, so an honorable mention one, believe it or not, is Roman getting to be champion at a thousand days. That's just kind of another honorable mention, just because it it is a historic thing. We haven't, okay, especially in the WWE, haven't seen that since. I mean, Hogan was the last one, you know what I mean, and that was in 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 the eighties. So for reason, I think it's a a great story, momentous mm. occasion. It's just because with the times how they are now, even the last decade, two decades or more, it's almost unfathomable. Unmatched. I don't care about the part-time shit. Any of that. It doesn't matter. He's still been 
You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he's still all this time been champion. So that was, I almost had that in my list, but I kind of just put it as an mm-hmm. honorable mention. Um, okay. I also, okay, so number three is kind of along the same lines, but it's Gunther, the story of Gunther and the rise of Gunther and becoming the longest reigning IC champion ever. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I had Gunther's so just, dominance. So basically, one it, of my it more along the lines so of I'm, I'm right there with and still going with it. It's not like he beat it and then like two days later he lost it. So, you know, where's the end in sight? Where does he go from here? So it's like the, the rise mm-hmm. of him getting over the whole, oh my God, he's not Walter anymore. I don't think we even care about that anymore. He's going through, you know what I mean? He is who he is. Um, so I had he oh, on yeah. the list. Yeah. Um, okay. So, And, and you know, to to that point too, what we were just talking about with with you know the good storylines. Think of all the people that have benefited from having moments with Gunther, like Chad Gable, the like stuff Bronson he's done with the Miz. Reed, just, or it's, 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 the Miz. It's, it's, yeah, I mean Miz Johnny Gunther as a yeah. different level. Like he's not all just a dork and goof. You know what I mean? Like he can he can go and he could actually. Excuse me. Right. Tell a, a good story. Have a different. Have a different side of himself, basically. So. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. So he's he's brought all these people up, kind of with him on this dominant run, and we've gotten some of the best matches we've seen on Monday Night Raw in a long time because of his reign, and you know, one people having matches with him but even people having matches trying to get a shot against him have yeah. just all been great matches yes. that they've, they've had on um, Monday Night Raw. There's been a string so my of number amazing two ones. Is kind of, well, it's, it's a little bit of Sammy mania, but it's also Sammy. It's basically Sammy okay. and KO versus the Usos main event at WrestleMania. I know that's not really a story, but it is part of the story that they've been telling. Yeah. And, it was a culmination, the moment. Yeah, to it's, me, I mean, it was a culmination of maybe one of the best WrestleMania made. I know it was night one, but I don't care. It was still a main event. It was the first time. It was the first time ever the tag titles were in the main event. It's only the second yeah, time there's ever been a tag t- tag <laughs> main event in a WrestleMania, and it was you know to me it was five star and six star match. To me, is one of the better WrestleMania matches ever. And the moment, but it wasn't just the moment of celebration. It wasn't just yeah. the moment of what happened. It was, <laughs> again, the story within the story and the story inside of the match. Because the ending with Sammy and the Huluva mm. kicks and the stairs and the buildup and the anticipation was just, I mean... It's one of those things where mm-hmm. we talk about all the time. Like sometimes you, we'll be watching a pay per view, like we're texting each other or something, and we'll come back and talk to each other. And be like, dude, I when you do this at, at our age, I know it sounds stupid, but when you're watching right, and, and you see a moment like this, like that's it takes a lot to do that to anybody or whatever. And that's one of those moments. So to yeah. me, like that was almost my number one, believe it or not, just because it had, it was just, it was just such a great culmination. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't, I don't disagree with you. And that honestly, like I'm, I'm, I'm a little sad for myself. I didn't have that as an honorable mention. Cause now that you're bringing that up, like, Hey, you're, you're hundred percent right. Because it was a great build. It was a great story within the match and just the, the culmination of the ending and everything like that goosebump feeling like you don't, you know, you and I have been, you know, we're, we're, we're 40 and we've been watching this since we were like three, five, six years old. Right. So we've seen so much and we've seen it all. So to still get yeah. those moments, like that's a testament yeah, to those guys I mean, and how well they put that together. I, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know where it's going with that, but just disagree. I disagree. Yeah. The whole. No, you're good. You're good. You, you, almost feel, almost, you almost feel like you're like an eight year old kid again. That's what I meant. You know what I mean? It's just like. All right. Yeah. So then what's your number one? So 
I'm gonna hold off my number one. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. Until we get. Um, I I don't, but I. I well, okay. Do you have another honorable mention? <sighs> I mean, I'm out of okay, them well, on my the best story. Right. So we're, my we're, we're at number one. CM Punk and back. yours is different than mine. It's just CM Punk. C, CM Punk in general. The reason I was holding off my. So, okay, so. The story. Okay, so he's my number one book. Okay, so I'm I'm, I have him. In, I have him in my holy shit moments. That's then, why so. I was trying to hold off. He's my number one okay. in both <laughs> right. because he's him returning. Okay, all at, right. You know, it's kind of an oh my god, but like just the story, the story of all year, the speculation is CM Punk. Hmm. And, and and really too, since he's been back, you know the the intriguing storytelling that's going on. Like he started off with that kind of like really vanilla promo, but then got a little bit more intense as as things have kind of mounted up. And then he signed with Raw, and you had that back and forth with him and Seth, which I don't even think we got a chance to talk about because we haven't recorded since that happened. But um, I thought both guys did a very good job there, and Seth even kind of a, a nod to hangman in his promo, like almost, almost verbatim taking what, what hangman said. But, um, but even though, but even that, like CM Punk talking about himself in third person, a lot of people didn't really pick up on mm-hmm. that, but I noticed that like, that's no. not something carry characteristically. He typically does. Cause he said to Seth, CM Punk is going to enter the Royal Rumble, and when mm-hmm. CM Punk wins the Royal Rumble, maybe CM Punk will challenge you. Like that's that's not that's not characteristic of him typically. So I, I, like I'm I'm very intrigued with I, I am too. what is going on. You know what I mean? Him. Like I just um, so. I don't I don't I can't I just, I can't think right now with it, and like I just can't put it into words, but it's. Um, it's gonna be real interesting in the next few months. It really is because just you know what I mean. Like, no, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. But yeah, well, so I, I guess we could dive into the holy shit okay. moments. And um, my number five is CM Punk returning to WWE, and and I, I have it at number five pure and simple for the reason that it just happened and like i and i think it's just like there's so much still that we don't know and what it's going to lead to but just that that moment of holy shit he actually is back just you know to me is i i think i just didn't want to put it higher because you know, it's like we've talked about it so much, and I wanted to get, I wanted to kind of give some flowers to to things that happened, you know, prior to him returning, <laughs> and, and 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 you know, things of that nature. But man, like that's that moment, like you know, you talk about that that kind of goosebump feeling, like when you when you hear that mm-hmm. music hit and see him walk out there, like that's that's one of those moments. I know where it's, you're just it's like, almost wow, one of those like, things. I, I did like, not think that that okay, was gonna ever going to happen, and it happened. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's probably not. Oh shit, it happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, right, exactly, exactly. Uh, then my number four was was another return of sorts, but it was the um, Savio Vega and then Carlito helping Bad Bunny at Backlash. Dude, when Carlito's music hit, wow, <laughs> that place just went absolutely bananas and just, I mean, just absolutely crazy. Like it was, it was, it was such a moment to see that, you know, Vega coming out and and having his moment and then Carlito getting his moment. Like overall that match was a ton of fun, but Mm -hmm. those two surprises, I mean, we knew Vega was there because they had shown him leading up to it, but man, just, just seeing all that happen, like that that nostalgia feeling and everything, it was it was very strong. Moment for me is actually the crowd during Bad Bunny's entrance during that match. Like that's that's kind of like a holy shit. Like that was fucking badass. You know what I mean? So okay, All right. I know it's kind of minor or whatever, but like I was like, holy shit, this yeah. is awesome. Like yeah. just Bad Bunny coming out in general. Like it was like it kind of made you like say, holy shit, that's pretty sweet. Honestly, that yeah. pay per view that was probably. 
I would put that in like top three of their pay-per-views the entire year. I know the crowd helped and whatnot. Cause remember that was the one Michael said like, "Oh, I'm not watching no fucking backlash or whatever." And you and I were like, "Dude, that that thing was that thing was just as good as half of WrestleMania." Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you gotta watch. So the show. I know the crowd. Like I said, the crowd helped and everything, but it wasn't just yeah. the crowd in that yeah. match. Yeah, the stuff with Selena Vega. Honestly, that's kind of another like. That would be like almost like an honorable mention, like story for me mm-hmm. was just her emotion, you know what I mean, and being able to do that. So, um, even that whole show, yeah. Like I said that that could be an honor, like I said, another honorable mention, like moment slash story for me was the underratedness of that pay per view. Yeah. And I think we're we're in store for mm-hmm. for some more with you know the shows coming to Australia, the shows coming to Berlin this year. Like I, I'm really I'm really hoping that we get some pretty hot crowds for stuff like that because, I mean I I want to see every mm-hmm. show in Puerto Rico after watching that SmackDown before and then watching that then watching that uh, yeah. you know the the the, the backlash pay per view after. I mean it was just just fucking incredible, man. Um, so yeah, but that was that was number four just because that was probably one of the biggest pops is Carlito coming back. Uh, and then um, my, uh, okay, number, was my three number four <laughs> was Hangman Adam yes. Page is apparently a vampire. Uh, the the whole was it okay? <laughs> the holy shit moment of him drinking Swerve's blood, and for as polarizing as it is, and as as you know, yes. as as that whole match much as we can question whether or not moment, it was a good idea, honestly, it was still very like that was like <laughs> you know, yeah, one of yeah. AEW like. Yeah. Take away, I know the the blood drinking, but like, and I know it was gruesome and it was violent and everything, but like, there was some the whole build up to that match and the storytelling with those two, you know what I mean? Like, and it kind of just went away, which is fine. Um, but I but I don't think so. I still think there's gonna be something that can mm-hmm. come out of it. Um, but it it it, it we'll see. Like, hopefully they. I, don't know, I just feel like with this, yeah, kind I think of there's class, gonna be a third one down the road. Some things. Like I felt like Swerve was so hot out of that match, and now it's kind of yeah. Well, he's he's still hot because he's a part of the Continental Classic. I, like he's right there in with it. I but did you him. see the backstage with him and MJF last night? You you gotta you gotta watch the 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 so. There's a whole thing with him and Joe backstage, oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then but, as he yeah, was turning, okay. he found like one of the, like the the face covers on the floor, and it was outside of Swerve's locker room. So he had a confrontation with Nana, but then Swerve came out, and those two went back and forth for a good, maybe five minutes, like talking about their history and talking about like d- just different things and and kind of planting the seeds. <laughs> for you know maybe a potential match down the road but it was it was really good i mean both guys were really like neither one of them like a lot of times when you have like a mm-hmm. backstage with mjf it's very clear that mjf comes out of it <laughs> as the, you know, like a rose but <laughs> well, no, in this record, one it was it was both of them isn't it somebody made a comment <laughs> i sorry i just thought of this guy maybe just laugh somebody made a comment they said so you mean to tell me the devil has been doing all this stalking and all this stuff to MJF for weeks and weeks and weeks just for his men to challenge for the Ring of Honor tag team titles. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was the that, was, that yeah. popped me hard today. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, yeah. So that was that, is, that is good. That is good. That's funny. <laughs> Yeah, and that kind of makes and that that's what makes me think that Adam Cole mm-hmm. has something to do with it too because you know that's those those were important for Adam Cole. So that that no, was the I only mean, AEW done. thing I had I mean, on my list. Do you have anything else AEW for your top Basically, five? Because I kind of gave away Punk as an oh my god moment, but actually I I'll, I'll replace okay. the Punk one with one of my own. I have an honorable mention unless you have it as one of yours. Yeah. So. Uh, my, I have an AEW honorable mention, but it was just when the Gun Club came that out the many men by Fifty that Cent because that was a holy shit moment for me <laughs> because that entrance was fucking awesome. 
No, I, no, go ahead. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what what were you going to say? <laughs> oh. Uh, so number three for me was Hangman okay, as a vampire. And then number two for me is Sammy hitting Roman with the chair at the Royal Rumble. Like, dude, to me, though, that just set the whole tone for the whole year. You know what I mean? Like, that moment, the culmination of that story and, and Sammy turning on him like that, like, that was... That, that was that was awesome like just just awesome so i i just i can't that, that that was another one of those moments that we talked about where you know just the the goosebumps and just the like and then jay walking out and just everything that happened with that is just just it was just fucking awesome to me so that that was my number two and I, i'm gonna save my okay, number so one you're number I'll one let you kind of talk a little bit because my number probably... one's a little bit different than all the rest on mine somewhere so i'll kind of say i'm just gonna not really kind of because i'm all scrambled now so i'll just give a couple here but okay so um one of my section number five was the logan paul ricochet collision at the royal rubble just because it was just not that there was any kind of like you know but it was okay yeah i like that holy shit that was good that was badass the timing the timing was more than anything to me impeccable and the fact that they fucking really kill each other and the way they you know did it was really really well um yeah oh yeah I mean, you could almost say right, Logan exactly. Paul's entire run to um, this point has been a holy shit Rock moment. Because coming out, it's like holy shit. How does he do that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I have that well, as an honorable mention. Because I originally, the Rock I, I had originally had Sammy turning, but I moved and I had the Rock as an but I kind of you, moved them around because of something else. But um, yeah, you kind of once things started, like you started thinking, but it was still yeah. like, awesome you know, moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the only, the only reason I left that on the honorable mention list is just because it, it hasn't gone anywhere. Like it, it was a one time thing. You know what I mean? It, it, it hasn't led to anything more significant as of now. Yeah. Um, so I, that's why that one is an honorable mention honorable for me. Mention but yeah, that, that's just that the moment whole was just incredible. Sell of sale of WWE kind of, like being finalized, just kind of like, wow, this is actually a reality now. You know what I mean? Even though we do everything yeah. with coming and stuff, like you just it, for the first time, pretty much ever, it's not owned by McMahon. You know what I mean? So that's no, really, right? Yes, yeah. um, it's saying it's not even really run by McMahon uh, at this point. See, right okay, now, so my number two which is even more is actually the yeah. Usos turning on Roman. Was just my holy shit moment of the year. Just with, with everything, was it crown? Okay, it Jimmy first. You know, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was no, no. It was Jet. Oh yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy I'm first. Too, yeah. or, so like, was Jimmy of, was kind like, of on the one outs. Of my holy shit! And then Jay that did that whole thing. Where guess what? Like, you're out, and I'm out too. And it was yeah, his turn. That was awesome. The, you know, you know, fall or whatever. Um, so that's really all I got. I mean, I mean, I've, I've got something else that I didn't even have. This was mm-hmm. the thing I thought about on my way home, and like, you know, it was should be pretty high up on like my oh my god, like holy shit moments of the year. But I'll let you go ahead. Okay. All right, so my my honorable mention, I had Jimmy Jimmy turning on Jay at SummerSlam, like that moment where he pulled pulled Jay out, cost him the title against Roman. Like I, that was up on my list, but then I kind of I kind of moved a few things around, but I left it in as an honorable mention because it was a huge moment. But my number one, yeah, and that's it kind of brings say, everything down a little was, bit. Yeah, but my number one holy shit moment of the year was the passing of Bray Wyatt. Yeah. And, and and the more I thought about it, like while I'm pulling this list, I mean, there was nothing, and and you know, even Riley would probably attest to this as well. I mean, there was just nothing that rocked me more this past year than that moment, and just just the, you know, the, and it and it's it's so unfortunate to to say that, but I mean, it's just, 
you know the the impact that <laughs> the impact is 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 going to be felt i think for a long time and it was real nice to hear that wwe had moved him to a legends mm-hmm. contract and all the proceeds from anything sold of his merchandise and all his stuff goes to his family like that's that's awesome you know that they're you know i i would expect nothing less but the the fact that you know and and they don't talk about that it it took his dad coming out and and confirming it and saying it but just, just by overall, far, it was by far, like, it just yeah, um, inside it sucks, the ring, outside you the ring, know, but real case, just, say, the, yeah, it, definitely the most. Yeah, I, I think we took we had in one of the most shocking like moments the last few years, honestly. Like, I mean, you can't compare it to like some of the other things that have happened, like you know, maybe with people that aren't even allowed yeah. to be mentioned. You know what I mean? In WWE, like that's you know obviously the number one most shocking thing ever, but like. Um, but as far as lately, yeah, like, mm-hmm. especially this, we're just talking this year, just because how, you know, even like, just talk about us on here yeah, with Mike too, for weeks and weeks and months and months and months, Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt, when, when that Fiend character debuted, I, I would say if you went, if you went back all the episodes that we've done. The hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of episodes that we've done. Oh yeah, a, a good majority of them. We're talking about Bray Wyatt or the Fiend or something. Especially when the Fiend came out, I feel like that's all we talked about for months. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <coughs> mm-hmm. I mean, we, yeah. we we had like whole segments dedicated to breaking down Firefly Funhouse episodes. So I mean, it's. <laughs> <laughs> and how well, entertaining those were. I mean, that's and, that's what we, and, we talked a lot about like, all those. You know, it's just I don't want to say it, just say the, like, the brilliance that that man had and everything like that went into it. Undertaker, but he's almost like that character of this this generation to where it was like you, you could right. see it heading down that path because when the Undertaker first came out, it was you were creeped out by him, but it was a clean creeped out. You know what I mean? Just because he was just. This stone-faced person. But you know what? When I was a kid, I was fucking scared to death mm. of The Undertaker. When he when he, when he, he locked Ultimate Warrior in that casket, I cried my ass. Oh, two, two times I ever mm-hmm. cried <laughs> watching wrestling. One was when the Warrior beat Hogan at WrestleMania 6. Yeah, dude. And two was when the Warrior was locked in the coffin. Because I thought he was dead. So, yeah. so... Fast forward that to a ramped up version of somebody. Yeah, you thought you saw somebody die a lot on TV. You know what I mean? Like, but it doesn't mean like he was going to be fiend, but he was going to be a part of, you know what I mean? Like there was mm. so much there to offer, you know what I mean? Even if it wasn't going to be in, in real work. So yeah, that was the thing I was driving home. And I was like, cause I had done this yeah. list like, um, a little bit at work or whatever, just thinking stuff. I re redid it today a little bit because I already had it from like last week or whatever. But I was like, you know, when you texted us today, I was like, you know, I'm gonna re like revise it. And I was driving home, I was like, mm. oh my god, how come this is not on my, <laughs> my list? So that was what I was thinking about. Yeah. Yeah, it, it kind of hit me the same it's, way. It's too, more or less, it, it's you know, it's a it's an it, it oh my is a God holy God shit moment, moment not somber, in, in ring a, holy shit moment, oh like God. seeing something happen, but just it's just overall, a, oh my God, right, yeah, just 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 that void is, is you know going to be felt for forever. So, you know, I know we had a whole episode dedicated to Bray Wyatt. So if 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 you haven't heard it. You know, if you're listening to this, go back and listen in the archives for for that episode. Like it's, you know, Kevin and I just just basically talking about, you know, the memories and our favorite moments of his and stuff like that. So I don't want to get too deep in the woods and that stuff because, you know, we have a whole episode on it. But but yeah, man, mm-hmm. I, like when I was thinking of the things that happened this year, like that is 100 percent number one on my list of just shocking moments and you know, and, and hopefully like I, you know, hopefully we're not shocked like that in 2024. Because you know the crazy thing is, if, if if we were to make this list the year prior, yeah, his it, return there. would have yeah. been number one on my 2022 list. <laughs> you know, so it's like, <laughs> but 
Yeah. So, but, uh, but yeah, man, like it's, uh, you know, it's, it is what it is, but uh, I don't know. I feel like we need to f- at least find some levity to end the episode on. Um, um, honestly, but, uh, is there anything else I, that you, that you saw this week on, on TV, WWE, or AEW that stuck out to you at all? In my house and, you know, getting ready for holidays and stuff. I didn't <laughs> get a chance to uh, get into much. Um, I mean, well, I mean, I, hate, I guess this isn't really uh, – a good thing, but hopefully it turns out to be a positive thing. But you oh, know, okay. right. everything with Kenny Omega, I hope he's yeah. Hopefully he he pulls through. And I thought what Jericho did last night was really cool. That was really that was really good. Oh yeah, the diverticulitis. Um, yeah. Even even CJ Perry, God, the inf- you saw the infection through it the was, finger. Yeah, that was yeah, that was well done. Dude, dude, did you see the pictures? Yeah, she oh, has a splinter, finger, and man. it turned like, into a five-day hospital stay and surgery. And like that's like, crazy. Up her arm, like she's lucky. Yes, she's lucky. It's she disgusting. Got through that and it was okay. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The fuck. I mean, I still would, but still, still but, would. yeah, the fingers grew. Come on. He <laughs> could have chopped both her arms off. <laughs> Sorry, I, I had to. Come on. <laughs> Jesus. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I'm not sorry. He's never going to meet me. <laughs> he's, never, he's probably never going to hear this. So, uh, Sorry, Miro. <laughs> Watch. He's probably like a secret listener. We'll just never know. Um, yeah. I was going to say... Sorry, Miro, right, but, uh, but Kevin Crush. You start seeing Memphis, Tennessee <laughs> pop up on the uh, the listener um, thing frequently. No, but yeah, um, I... <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, Roman Roman was back on Friday, and he's going to be on on this episode. You got the AJ Styles return, which we talked about. Raw was a really good episode, like really good. Um, just uh, the, even Ivar and Tazawa had a really Good match. This is one that's, lost, that's been yeah, fun. I did see and then, that. Uh, the, the um, whole JD McDonough thing Drew with uh, the loser leaves judgment day, and then he lost. looking bad. You know, what I mean, just bad at. Like I said, I, just, I love it because it's not, it's not campy. You know, yeah, it, it's all very heelish. It's coming off heelish, but I just feel like he's like, he's neither. He's just Drew. Yeah, he, he's just Drew. Because I feel like he would. I feel like he would do that to like. Damian Priest or Dominic, he's just being right? himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he, he's the he's, same shit. He's just being Drew, and and I think mm-hmm. if if this was if this was the yeah. Drew that was champion, I mean, would have been so much better. You know what I mean? Like that, yeah. like you said, that can't be like, it's almost kind of like they, they had the same writers working with him as they did with Roman with the whole suffer and suck attack no. shit. Like that's, that, that was the version yeah. of Drew that we were getting during that time. And it yeah. was just, it just didn't connect, but this guy connects, like he connects 110%. But just the viciousness, and man. Like, I, you know, it, it's, yeah, you're right. Dude, I mean, that, that whole it, segment that, with those two, that it, promo that they that, cut between my, the two of them wrong. Was, it, was great. Last Monday I saw when he did the slam thing. Yeah. He was on the stairs or something. I feel like, or... He did, yeah. yeah. That was violent as shit, man. <laughs> so. Yeah, like the Alabama slam. Or, yeah, he had to, yeah, 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 yeah. It was. Yeah, I think. Yes, I think at the end was. of the day, like, and he, even when he took Sammy much, out two weeks ago, the last it was real violent too. Whatever, when he like, worked the leg and stuff in the backstage WWE's area, really yeah, ramping towards real something good. big when it comes to Rumble Mania. Um, AEW, it's it's it's. We'll see. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just it's they've really they've got to pay it off with this like storyline. Yeah, we'll see. We'll do it. Yes, I saw that. Would you see? Do you see that there? There's a very strong possibility that Warner Brothers Discovery is going to get Monday Night Raw. So what's that mean for AEW? Like, where do they? I, like, I don't even. I can't yeah, even begin to fathom. Like anything from TNT that they could possibly get as a TV deal is a step down. 
like they're gonna have to like reevaluate and rebuild like i i just don't and and then tony khan like he had before cw went to nxt or nxt went to cw he had a chance to get a ring of honor show on cw but he opted not to do it because he wants to bundle the ring of honor content no, with it's definitely not. with his aw stuff and sell it as a package and yeah, that, that to me know. is it, not a good business happens, strategy like, like I, I just you got diver, you got diversify like you know what i mean like Oh yeah, SmackDown's going back. I don't know here. because yeah. of their relationship, and there's still a relationship with with because uh, they sell SmackDown on USA. So I, I don't SmackDown's going to USC. Yeah. So with with SmackDown being on USA, I, I don't see it. Like I supposedly WWE hasn't put any type mm-hmm. of like non compete clause on. So like there's a potential that AEW could still stay as a part of that lineup but that's on I, 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 I don't yeah, know man i really don't know like TV but then they would probably or, get bumped down to like um, discovery channel or like true tv or something like that not fight tv but, sorry. but they're not, not gonna TV, sorry you know if they um, if they just go to a, a straight subscription um, service shit unless it's like a netflix anyway. or vice oh, go to vice, I, I, go to vice. Okay. Well, True TV, but True TV is, I think, affiliated with Warner Brothers. Yeah. There's like True TV. Yeah. Vice, there you go. Warner Brothers. Yeah. 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 I just, I don't know, man. Like, it's, it's going to be really interesting to see where that chip falls. And then when that happens, like, what? Because Tony Khan's still having press conferences saying, oh, yeah, talks with Time Warner are going great. They're going great. Why? Like, and that's the thing, like, I, I feel like they're kind of a liability right. for Warner Brothers Discovery because how many times have they gotten fined now for F-bombs by the, F- by the you know, the FCC and, and stuff like that? So, I, like, I, I don't know, man. Like, I'm just, I'm just, you know, and, and I, like, I'm not praying for the downfall of AEW at all. I like the fact that there are two wrestling organizations out there. Do I think AEW needs to do some things to make themselves more, like, more watchable for like your average viewer yes because they're a hundred percent hardcore wrestling fan like they're all about action 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 and there, there's not a whole lot of emphasis on story mm-hmm. and you know there's not really a good structure there of leadership because it's almost like the inmates are running the asylum so you know and, and just because tony khan has more money than anybody doesn't mean right. that TV companies are going to want to put their their product on TV because if they're not drawing ratings and they're getting them fined all the time, like that's that's a recipe for disaster. So, I, I mean, yeah. I, I really hope that they figure something out. Like that it might take like a reset, maybe a couple years on a smaller network to kind of prove themselves and then build themselves back up. But I don't know, man. Like, um, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. But that would be a huge yeah, domino to fall TNT if Raw ends up on TNT. Freaking nuts. Just give me the just give me I'm the exploding vagina, yeah. uh, like nitro. Right, right. <laughs> You're welcome. Right. I'd say exploding vagina is the levity we needed to end the show on after everything else. So we'll go ahead and call it there. We're about an hour anyway. So, um, yeah, let's, here, let's see you guys for listening to this week's episode of the show. Hey. Um, you know, Kevin only flipped upside down one time for us. So we'll have to pull out some more party, party tricks on the next episode. <laughs> I just see your hand. There you go. Uh, but, but anyway. We're gonna go. We're we're gonna go out like we like we came in. <laughs> but thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of the show. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Um, like I said, send us your top five list of your best storylines, your best uh, you know holy shit moments, and it can be WWE heavy, AEW heavy, whatever. Uh, just send it to us at Live Your Gimmick. That's the awesome followed by L I V Y O U R G I M M I C K on X. Hopefully we'll get Riley in for the next episode. Um, I think next week we're gonna do top five men, top five women. Um, so I, I think that's that's the route we're going to go with that. Um, or we could do maybe we, maybe we could do men, women, and then like best matches or something like that if, if, we, if we 
if we have time. So depending on how long it takes to get through the, the men and women list. So, but, uh, but yeah, man, we'll, we'll do We'll, we'll crown our gimmick minute wrestler of the year on next week's episode. Cause that'll yeah. be probably our last episode of 2023. And then, uh, uh we'll be back to start getting stuff. ready for the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Yes. Can't wait. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. Yeah. We're both probably watching the same thing. So, but the, the Saints possibly coming back on the LA Rams here. Um, but anyway, hey, thanks you guys a lot for listening. For Kevin, my name is Jason. Reminding you smarts welcome, out there to always be a I'm fan and always live your gimmick. Michael. And if you have Chris Olave like I do on your fantasy team, fuck yeah. Good night, everybody. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. See you guys.